Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We are now joined uh, on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline by Greg Bishop, senior writer for Sports Illustrated. Greg, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Appreciate your time. Uh, we saw there was a cover story, Sports Illustrated, a couple days ago on uh, Aaron Rodgers talking gratitude, reconciliation with the Packers, and and his state of mind. There was a a lot of stuff in there about some of Rogers' off-the-field stuff, dealing with uh, the the changes for COVID, bringing the the tables back, uh, and having you know more of an actual locker room, more of an atmosphere uh, for the Packers. Now, how how important do you think that kind of stuff really is to Aaron Rodgers? I think everyone's sort of trying to play the game with him of you know how much of what he's talking about is exaggerated, how much of what he's talking about is really how he's feeling. Yeah, you know, I think that as I listened and read read that uh, story, I, what I thought is that it seems like everything is pointed in the same direction here. I think that what we have is a guy who is nearing, you know, sort of the end of his career, however many years that will be. I think it's a guy who's been as talented as any quarterback in NFL history. And I think it's a guy that would love to win another title or multiple titles if, uh, you know, if, if he can. And so I think all these things sort of speak to the same deal, you know, whether it's sorting through who's on his side and who's not, whether it's sitting in his feelings, I think was a quote that he told Albert Breer, or whether it's, you know, wanting, you know, certain things to happen with the roster. I, th- I think what you're getting a sense of is the urgency at hand. Mm-hmm. And to me, I think he'll, he'll do anything he can, you know, to capitalize on it. When, when you talk about him looking at what they have set up on the roster, obviously at wide receiver, it's a seismic shift this year going from Devontae Adams to the group they have now. What are your thoughts on the Packers' wide receiver room? And I mean, Sammy Watkins. We we've we've heard things all over the board here. If we have some some callers thinking that Sammy Watkins is not going to make this team, and then you have some people thinking Sammy Watkins could end up being one of the top receivers on this team. Yeah, I mean, to me, obviously Adams is a huge loss. You know, I don't think there's any way to understate you know how big of loss it is. That said, I think what we've seen from the partnership between Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers, like, you know, personally, I would give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, since they've been together, it's been pretty magical. It's definitely been efficient. They've definitely been close. We've got a couple MVP awards, some playoff appearances. And to me, the question is, can they tip it into a Super Bowl championship when they had Devontae Adams and couldn't do that before? I think that's sort of an open-ended question, and they play in a conference with a lot of contenders. But to me, I think they're, they're positioned again to make another run. And the way the two of them have worked together, I personally wouldn't bet against them. Greg Bishop, senior writer for Sports Illustrated. You can follow him on Twitter at Greg Bishop SI. 
talking a little Packers football and obviously behind Rodgers is Jordan Love. I don't think anyone's really expecting Rodgers to play much in the preseason. If he does, it'll be a couple of series at most. What are you looking for out of Love? Well, I think you got to look at, like, is this your successor? And the, to me, the jury's still out on that one, you know? There was a lot of interest in him around the draft. I think we've seen some moments at the pro level where he's looked pretty good. And I think there have, have been a steady stream of sort of concerns that you hear in the background that maybe, you know, maybe this won't be far up to Rodgers, which really what could be, right? I mean, how fortunate would you be if you had, you know, a guy of that caliber come along as the third quarterback you've had in the last however many years? And so – you know, to me, what I think this is a really critical preseason for him. You know, can he look like the guy that will ultimately take over for Aaron Rodgers? Does that look like maybe a mistake in terms of who they picked? I mean, to me, to me, it's really to define like, is this is this enough to move forward with? And you know, I think we're going to learn a lot in the next few weeks here. I mean, obviously, it depends also on what Rodgers' plans for his own future are. But if you if you're Brian Gutekinds to the rest of the Packers brain trust, how good is good enough? What what do you what do you need from Love to be able to move forward with, okay, we're going to make this call, we're going to commit to it, and Jordan Love is the future, and the future is starting now? You know, it's a great question because, you know, the bar in Green Bay is impossibly high. You mm-hmm. know, you have this guy named Favre, and he throws for 8 million yards and 8 million touchdowns and cements his place in NFL history and lore. You go right from that into maybe the most talented arm thrower in the history of playing quarterback in the NFL. You know, I don't think many people dispute how talented Aaron is, and I don't think it's difficult to ascertain, you know, how close he's come in so many years in a game that requires a lot more than just one player. And so, you know, are you looking for Jordan Love to meet that bar? I think that would be pretty difficult and unrealistic. To me, I would start with, can this guy be a full-time starter in the NFL? Does he make every throw enough to feel like you'd have a playoff team if you stuck him in there right now for the rest of the season? And then after that, I think that, you know, the ceiling could be higher. You know, potentially they've seen something from him that other people have missed. And maybe he'll be, you know, the next in, in the greatest succession of quarterbacks. I mean, if, if you had a third one, I think they'd overtake the 49ers, right, when, when they went from young to Montana. I mean, uh, Montana mm-hmm. the young. And so, um, you know, I, there's a million things that have to happen from there. But to me, the, the question first is, can he start in the NFL? And if the answer is yes, then, like, do we have a good enough team to build around him, whether it's two years from now, three years from now, four years from now, whatever it may be. Love, obviously, will be getting the start tomorrow against the 49ers. Most of the uh, veterans for the Packers seem unlikely at best to be playing in that game. Other than watching Love's performance, what else can you really take from a game against the 49ers where, you know, it's 80% second stringers and then third and fourth stringers to close it out? Yeah, I mean, to me, uh, Matt LaFleur is a guy that doesn't play a lot of players in the preseason. Uh, not something I have an issue with personally, and I uh, should note that he knows far more than I do in regard to how their uh, loads of uh, workouts should, should be managed. That said, if I were a Packers fan, I would probably be looking at special teams. I mean, one of the interesting things that Aaron told Albert Breer, my colleague, is that you know he's, he's really psyched about the special teams additions they've made this offseason. To me, that speaks to how much he wants to win a Super Bowl and how much he sees that as important. And so if I were watching this game, I'd be looking at, like, what, what does he mean? You know, is this true? And ultimately, could this be the kind of unit that tips the Packers in a game like that they've lost in recent seasons in the playoffs? And, you know, sometimes football is 
it comes down to something like that. Like Aaron can still be Aaron and Matt can still be Matt, but are we better in other places to make up for the loss of Devontae, et cetera? That cover story you mentioned from Albert Breer, it's on Sports Illustrated. We're talking to Greg Bishop, senior writer for SI on Twitter, at Greg Bishop SI. Uh, moving into the actual regular season, obviously the Packers have pretty much dominated their division for quite some time, and it's been the Vikings as the uh, the second show. You, do you see anything different this year? Is it going to be the same kind of show that we've been used to for a long time? Yeah, I, I don't see anything different except I would say, like, I think the Vikings are like a sneaky playoff contender, you know, I, meaning I think that they are a team that could get in. I think they're pretty solidly built. I think they have good depth, uh, you know, up front on both sides of the ball. The question with them is going to be the question that it has been for the last few seasons. You know, is Kirk Cousins capable of getting them into the playoffs? Is he capable of winning a playoff game? And to me, I think they'll be like in that 9-10 win range. And I think that, you know, if, if things went poorly for Green Bay, if there was an injury or two that are unforeseen, if somehow losing Devontae Adams was a bigger, you know, mistake than it looks like at this point in time, then I think Minnesota could sneak in and take it. But if not, I think it's Green Bay's for the taking. And, you know, if we're talking in four months from now, I'd, I'd be really surprised that that's not exactly what happens. Where does Green Bay fit in with you uh, and the entire NFC? Are, are they still up there as one of the favorites, or are they, you know, second tier once you go through Rams and uh, Bucks? No, no, I would definitely put them up there. You know, I think um, I think it's fair that the Bucks are the favorites, you know, looking at their roster, you know, based on odds makers. I think it's fair if Matthew Stafford's elbow really isn't that bad, and I think we don't really know yet, um, to think that the Rams will be back in the mix. You know, I think um, the 49ers are pretty talented, have a lot of great players, what happens with Trey Lance. But, yeah, I think with, with Matt's track record and Aaron's track record and the way that that roster is built in its entirety, there's no reason to think that the Packers won't be playing meaningful games deep into January. You know, I think for sure that'll happen. Yeah, I, I think uh, a lot of fans are hoping for the same. Obviously, it's a it's a different Packers look this year. It's not necessarily going to have to be the Aaron Rodgers wins MVP or bust show. I think there's going to be a lot more running game here. And the defense for Green Bay, it's something we haven't seen in a while. I, I, I want to get your take on it from a more national perspective, someone who sees a lot more of the other teams than just watching what's going on at uh, Lambeau Field. To us, it, it feels like the Packers could be a top-five defense, and that's just saying those words. It feels weird coming out of my mouth. But it, it, is that a realistic hope, or is that something that I'm just drinking too much of the Packers Kool-Aid and seeing too much of the names of Alexander, Clark, and Campbell, and the rest of them? No, they definitely have some great players. I think they also have a lot of depth. I, I would say that roster, one through whoever the 53 end up being, you know, should be pretty deep and complete all the way to the end. I'd maybe say potentially a top 10 defense, but, you know, you have other elements like the weather and, you know, all the home games at Lambeau. There's no reason to think that they couldn't be in the top five. And so to me, if they make a run of this, it's maybe for all the things we've just talked about. It is a complete team that has an amazing quarterback that really needs another ring. And they seem to have built around him in a way where they'll at least have a chance. And to me, once you're in the NFL, I mean, that's all you can ask for, you know. Look at look at the Rams last year. I mean, they almost lost every playoff game they played in, you know, and they ended up winning the Super Bowl. And so as long as you're in that mix, you got the right guy throwing the ball and you got enough people to make stops when you need to, you know, I think you have a chance. And I would, I would be surprised if they're not in that mix for those reasons, you know, when we're talking in a few months. Who's your X factor on this team? Oh, man. Uh, well, 
you know, when I look at Bakhtiari coming back, you know, like that all seems sort of what, you know, like I think there's reason to be concerned, but I saw him say the other day that he's not concerned, that it's been annoying, that he's been fighting back through it. And to me, like getting a guy like that back, especially a month or two or whatever it takes from now, you know, would give a big boost. It always also gives Aaron one of his best friends, you know, back on the field. And those guys train in the same place in California and they're close. And I think that, you know, to shore that up would just be one more guy that they've got in front of them that he trusts. Fair enough. Going into the season, uh, who do you see as not just NFC, but across the board, who is the team to beat this year? Because it, it seems like an odd year where it's felt, you know, while Tyreek Hill has been in, in Kansas City, it's felt like every year, you know, most of the money is on the Chiefs and the Chiefs are the favorites and the Chiefs have this great coach quarterback combination with a, a good enough defense. But this year, I, I don't know. The, the Chiefs are going to be good, but that entire division is good. The Bills are a great team. Packers, Rams, Bucks. It, is there someone who's a favorite? Yeah, I think you're right in that there's going to be some options, you know. I personally like Buffalo a lot. You know, I think that they have a lot of depth. I think they're good up front on both sides of the ball. I think Josh Allen was, you know, one coin flip away from going deeper last year. Terrible rule. I like the moves they made. Yeah. You know, you look at Von Miller and adding him, you know, would have would have been a really big deal in that in that overtime playoff game that was epic. I was at that game last year. And I, I just think that um you know, it would be a really cool story to watch a kid like Josh Allen come in and be so erratic and really lifted. But also, like, Brandon Bean has really built that roster out in an enviable way. And I believe that, you know, they should really be in the mix in a conference that I think is a little bit more open than the uh, NFC. And so I can probably say today that I, I think you make an argument for six or seven teams, which would generally be unusual. But mm-hmm. to me, the Bills are a little bit above the rest. I gotta tell you, Greg Bishop, I I am very jealous of you. Uh, you got to be at the the Chiefs Bills game last year. The playoffs, the only playoff game I got to watch was a special teams disaster and punt block of a Packers Forty ers game. That what was was the final that thirteen ten? Yeah, that's well, uh, maybe trade places with me. I, yeah, I have a feel. I have a weird feeling about the Packers this year. No, that counts for absolutely nothing. You can't even buy a cup of coffee with that. But I like what they're doing. I like how they're built. I like the scheme. I buy Matt. I buy Aaron. In a lot of ways, I wouldn't be surprised if for a Buffalo Green Bay Super Bowl. Okay. Weird feeling. I'm going to extrapolate that further and say that's a guarantee Packers Super Bowl from Greg Bishop of Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Thank you so much hey, for joining us, Greg. Yeah, I'm, I'm wrong so much that nobody will believe it anyway, but I uh, appreciate <laughs> you having me. Thank you very much. Very much appreciate the time, Greg. Thank you so much. Uh, Greg Bishop, senior writer for Sports Illustrated. You can follow him on Twitter at Greg Bishop SI. He, of course, joined us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home, ro- home loan renovation has you feeling anxious, breathe. Let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of Sam. Banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.